You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. What I call upgraded vision. Say upgraded vision. vision. Yeah. So once your heart is upgraded, the next thing is your vision. Your vision needs to be upgraded. Because the way you see matters. Vision is so vital. In fact, it's so vital that the enemy will do all he can to stop you from seeing. He'll do all he can. You remember the story of Daniel? When he was seeking the Lord for understanding. Praying, fasting for 21 days he was fasting. And what happened? When the angel came to him, the angel Gabriel got to him, he says to him, from the first day you set your heart to inquire of the Lord. From the moment you asked, I was sent. But he says, the prince of Persia withstood me. So that means... That Satan fights to stop you from seeing some things. Okay? He fights to stop you from seeing some things. Why? Because he knows if you can see clearly, you can break loose. Did you hear me? If you can see clearly, you can break loose. But if you cannot see clearly, you cannot break loose. He knows he can keep you defeated. He can keep you under. And that's why he doesn't mind you being religious so far as you cannot see. Do you get what I'm saying? There are many people in church, I'm telling you, many people in church can't see. They cannot see clearly. They are being religious. They are being active, but they cannot see clearly. And because they cannot see clearly, their lives cannot change. Their lives cannot change. It is impossible to change a life without clear vision. It's impossible. We've said it before. If you can see it, you can possess it. If you cannot see it, you cannot possess it. You can shout and jump and cry and manipulate. I'm telling you, if you don't see clearly, you're going nowhere. You're going nowhere. And that's why you need to pray for God to open your eyes. You need to pray for God to upgrade your vision. You need to see clearly. You need to begin to see the way God wants you to see. Amen. This is one of the prayers I pray for myself a lot. 
There are things you ought to see right now that you don't see. Yeah. There are things about your life. There are things about this church. There are things about God. There are things about your family. There are things about your future. There are things about your career. There are things about you that you cannot see clearly. You cannot see clearly. And the devil has a way of giving people his own vision. Yeah. He has a way of giving people his own vision. Why? So that he can control them. It is, it is impossible for Satan to control you if he cannot give you his vision. If he cannot get you to buy into his vision. Do you understand? So you have, to, you have to see what he is showing and buy into it and then he will use that to control you. And I'm going to show you in the scriptures. You'll see different examples. But the question is, why did the prince of Persia fight angel Gabriel and stop him from coming to Daniel? Why did he stop him from, from bringing... All the angel was bringing was understanding. Yeah, he was not bringing him money. Are you getting me? Yeah, he was not bringing money. No, no, it wasn't money he was bringing him. He was bringing him a particular insight. If you like, he was bringing him a kind of vision. There's a particular kind of vision that if you see... His power is broken. And he knows that. He knew that Daniel must not see this. Daniel must not see. Gabriel, I don't care who sent you. I don't care where you are coming from. You are coming from God's throne, from God's presence. But I have news for you. You are not going anywhere. Daniel must not see this thing. I wonder what the devil is fighting you from seeing. I wonder. I wonder what he's restraining. I wonder, I wonder the, the warfare that is going on to stop you from seeing some things. This is real, I'm telling you. It's real. There is warfare. I've told you before, the devil is not your problem. Touch your neighbor. Say, the devil is not your problem. Yeah. There are things you need to see. There are things you need to see. I'm telling you, you need an upgraded vision. You need an upgraded vision. You need to begin to see things from, from the perspective that you are supposed to see. So I, I, I'm not going to give the devil the credit that many people have given him. Okay? I know I just need to see some things. I just need to see some things. And once I see those things, because right now there are things that I'm seeing that are beginning to influence what I believe. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are things I'm seeing that are influencing the way I talk now. Okay? There are things that I'm seeing that are influencing the way I'm living my life. There are things I'm seeing that have made me to make, begin to make some adjustments. 
Yeah, because there's something I'm seeing. So if Satan wants to get you, he needs to show you something. If he wants to downgrade your life, he needs to show you something. He needs to show you something so that he can downgrade you. But if God wants to upgrade you, he needs to show you something. He needs to show you something. Look at Genesis. Let's, let's, I think we can start from Genesis. Look at Genesis chapter 3. Very popular story. You know it. If you've been to Sunday school before. Genesis chapter 3, you see here that, um, okay, let's read from verse 1, from verse 1 of Genesis chapter 3, it says, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. Come on, God says you will die. Okay? Satan says... Not really. Okay? God says, this is not good for you. All right? This is not good for you. You say, ah, uh, not exactly. Come on. Is it, is it, doesn't it happen? Is it not happening today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God says, don't touch this. You say, um, no, no uh, I think... You know, my friend, my friend says it's fine. In fact, it feels good. Isn't it? Yeah, it feels good. My friend says, just taste it. Only a taste. Don't, don't, no, just taste it. Come on. Huh? FOMO, huh? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Come on. No, no, no. This is fear of missing out now. Come on, come on. This will not kill you. I have taken it. Look at me. Am I dead? Why don't you just try it? Try it. Try it. Come on. Just a taste. Just try it. Try it. Come on. Yeah. So the devil uses your peers to get you into what God said you shouldn't get into. So here he's using the serpent. Today he's using your peers. The serpent he's using today is your peers. And you know, you know them. All those other. You know them. I don't need to tell you. Okay. So he says. For God knows that in the day you eat of it. What? 
Your eyes will. What is I talking about? Vision. Can you see how Satan works? He wanted to downgrade Eve. God has made them in his image after his likeness. These guys were the kings of the earth. In fact, Adam was the god of this world. God put him in charge, gave him dominion over everything. You know, during the time of Adam, if there is a storm, Adam will stand and say, hey, stop, stop, stop. Where do you think you are going to? Go back. Behave yourself. Yeah, that's, that, that, that was the kind of authority Adam had. He had dominion. Okay? There is no, no snake can bite. Bite who? <laughs> can you imagine going to bite God? Can you bite God? No. Adam was God on the earth. So, Satan wanted to downgrade him from his God realm to the earth realm, to the dust realm. Huh? And what, how does he do it? He brings a vision. So, before Satan can downgrade you, he needs to show you something. Ah, he says, the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God. She was already like God. She was already like God. But she didn't realize. She was already like God. And you, you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. That tree is called the tree of knowledge of good and evil. How, how can the, the Bible says in the book of James, can a tree bring out both good and evil? Huh? Yeah, that's, that's what James says. Can, can, can you, can you can, from, from a, a stream, bring good water and bad water, sweet and bitter at the same time? No. But that tree that was in the midst of that garden is called the tree of knowledge of good and evil because there is, on that tree, right, when you eat from that fruit, when you eat from that tree, you acquire knowledge without God. Okay? So, it is a good thing, but God is not involved. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's a good thing, but God is not involved. So, it is able to produce good, and it is able to produce evil. But the sum total is that they all lead to death. They all lead to death. So, he says you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. 
In other words, what he was trying to say to, 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 to Eve is that you are going to know evil by experience. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we talk about, we've talked about levels of knowledge. Yeah, we've talked about levels of knowledge before where you know there's an intellectual level of knowledge, but there's a level of knowledge that comes by experience. So he says, when you eat from here, you will know good, all right? And you will also know evil by experience. So that's why when you eat from that tree, you can know what it means like to be sick. She didn't know it before then. Yeah, you will know pain. It's all coded in there. It's all coded, but, but Satan, he, you know, he, he sugar-coated it. <laughs> the guy is he's, he's a master at his game. Excuse me, I want to use an illustration to help you understand how Satan works. Okay? Imagine. Um, what do you like to eat most? Mm, what's your favorite? Hamburger, Hamburger is fine. Okay. All right. He likes burger. <coughs> hamburger, right? He knows you like hamburger. All right? So, um, Satan wants to bring... What's your best, your favorite of them? Which one? Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, okay. Cheeseburger. <laughs> right. So, Satan knows. He wants you to... He wants to give you a vision. And he wants you to... Bite this vision. <laughs> Eat into it. Buy into it. Embrace it. Take it in. Right? So, because he is so wise, because in case you don't know, Satan was quite wise. For him to get a third of the angels to follow him in his nonsense, give him some credit. <laughs> Yeah, right there in heaven, in God's presence. In God's presence, he was able to convince them to join him. And to convince them that he will overthrow God. And he will become the next God. And he will make them special ministers. <laughs> you know how it works in politics, right? Okay. So give him some credit. Now, get, what does he do? He goes and he thinks about, okay, this is so bad. This can kill. All right? I don't know what it is, but he gets something. He looks for something that can kill. Doctor, what can kill if I, if I take something? What? <laughs> well, if you take poison, it can kill. If, if, if I take poison, it can kill. Okay, fine. So he goes, he gets poison. He knows you like your burger, right? And there's poison. Maybe it's a plant somewhere or whatever it is. He goes, he gets it, makes it, puts it inside, right? 
gets all the best, the best garnish, puts everything. And then he puts the cheese and he, he makes the burger. It, it's like, when you look at it, your eye goes, cling, cling. <laughs> you know? You know that? Yeah, this is it. You watch cartoons, right? Yeah, so you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, when you see it, it's like... <sighs> now, you just feel... How many people have seen food when you are fasting? Yeah. You know, when you are fasting and you see food, there is a special appearance food has. You, 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 you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So it's, it has that kind of effect when he brings it. When he brings it and he brings a burger and he says, look at this, man. And like, you are thinking, for 40 days I've not had any burger. <laughs> My body has been deprived. And now I'm looking at this thing. And he says, this burger, this is the best in the world. In fact, this, the ingredients, the materials, what was used, is only angels that eat this. Yeah, it's angels that eat this. In fact, this burger is from heaven. In f- this other, oh my goodness, is, there is a part of heaven where this one comes from. You know, not just general heaven, there is another. Yeah. Yeah. So by the time he cooks it up and gives it to you, oh my, you start drooling before you even know it. So he has painted the picture. And you are saying, oh my. If angels eat this, and I eat it, I'll become like angels. Hmm? God knows, the day you eat it, your eyes will open. There's something God is trying to hide from you. That's why he's saying, don't eat it. He knows. He knows that if you eat it, you become like him. And he's trying to keep some secret from you. Can you see how dumb? God planted the, the tree there. Huh? And all the, I don't know how many trees were in that garden, but every kind of tree you can imagine. He had them all there. And he says, if you, you can eat everything. In fact, the tree of life was there. <laughs> The tree of life, where if you eat it, you live forever. If you eat from the tree of life, you, eat, you, you live forever. You'll never die. That means Adam would have still been alive today. But Satan painted a vision. Look at the next verse. So when the woman saw the tree, huh? she saw that the tree was what? Can you see? Vision. Visual effects. Huh? Yeah, visual effects. It's, it's powerful. That's why Hollywood is amazing. Yeah. She saw that it was good for food. How can you see? How, how come? To ask me, how did she see that it's good for food? It's from what he has told her. <laughs> 
this brother is from heaven. It is. You know, it, in fact, this is God's own secret brother. This is what makes God God. If you eat it, you'll be elevated immediately to the God class. Huh? And, and, and you saw that it was pleasant to the what? Can you see that? It's glittery. I told you, it's, it's pleasant to the eyes. So he has to get you to see something and say, wow, this is beautiful. This is awesome. That's why when you look at websites and, you know, you start going to all those places, the way they look, it is this. This is what is happening. I tell you, come, 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 come. Look, 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 look. It's pleasant to the eyes. A tree desirable to make one wise. Ha! Ah, the burger will make you wise. Ha! Ah. With all the burgers that you've been eating, how many of them have made you wise? <laughs> then she took of its fruit, ate it. She also gave to her husband, and he ate. And we know the story. Then they discovered that it was not an upgrade, it was a downgrade. Yeah. But it started with a vision. Yeah. Started with a vision. So, I don't know what Satan is selling to you. I don't know the vision he's painting before you. He can paint the wrong vision about your spouse. He can paint the wrong vision about your church. He can paint the wrong vision about your pastor. He can paint the wrong vision about anything that is going to help you. Anything that will help you. Satan is a master at making it look evil. And then what will kill you and destroy you, he makes it appear good. So, Ryan decides to bite that burger and he's like, when he bites it, something enters. And then, it's finished, it's over. That's why we need a vision upgrade. Amen. Amen? Amen. Would you like God to upgrade your vision? Yes. Amen. Yeah. Don't you want to see things? That's why we're pressing in. We want to, we, we, we want to see beyond the obvious. Yes. Many times, we don't know how to see. In fact, <laughs> be careful how you see. Let's look at a scripture in the book of Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. In, um, in verse 22. Now, Jesus had been talking about different things, but... Um, in verse 22, he makes a statement, which is quite interesting. He says, the lamb of the body is the eye. Therefore, if your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. 
But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. <laughs> hey, Jesus is so deep, eh? Your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Can we read it in the Amplified? It says, but if your eyes, if your eye is unsound, your whole body will be full of darkness. I want to know the eye here, he's still talking about vision. Because the eye is the organ that God gave you for vision. Is that not so? It's your eye that is able to look and is able to capture light and they come into your... Um, what is it now? Ish, optical, what? Yeah, anyway, yeah. They, it's your eye. Your eye, how you are able to see is that it is able to take light, isn't it? Yeah. Doctor, help me. Yeah? Light. In fact, you are explaining it for me now. Uh. That is, no, I don't want the surgeon. I want. <laughs> Sorry? A fellow is enough. A fellow is enough, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the specialist uh, pediatrician okay. of South Africa. Um, okay, the way we're able to see yes. is in the eye, we've got what is called the retina. So it sits in the black part of our eyes. Yes. And in there, there's also a nerve. And then there's a big connection yeah. that goes to, there's a center. I won't use the medical terms because it's complex. Okay. But then at the end, the light goes back to the back of okay. the brain, which we call the occiput. Okay. So what we do is you see the light, yes. and then it goes into the, uh, the nerve. Yes. And then it goes into this uh, geniculate body, and then it goes into the center. But at the end, it has to hit the occiput yeah. for interpretation to happen of the light. Okay. And then when it hits the brain, that's when it almost like interprets the, the visual impulse yes. and turns it into an image. Hallelujah. And then it brings it back. Come on. So meaning that anything that happens in that pathway, yes. if that is affected and it doesn't reach the back of the brain... Hmm. Your, your mind will not understand that it has seen something. Wow. I, I mean, she has preached the message already. So, I, I, I mean, yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. That's, that's, that's good. Tell someone, say, that's good teaching. <laughs> Thank you, doctor. Yeah. So, that, so you understand what Jesus is saying here. You understand what Jesus is saying here. If your eye is on sound, your whole body is full of darkness. Close your eyes and begin to walk. What do you see? Darkness. Darkness. Yeah, you grow up in darkness. So if it seems as if you are in the dark, 
you definitely need an upgrade. Okay? It says, if then the very light in you, your conscience, that is, your conscience is your spiritual brain. Yeah. If it's darkened, how dense is that darkness? Yo, that is thick darkness. Dense. You can cut it with a knife. Next verse. Okay, it's all right. Yeah, so the point is this. Jesus is saying, if your eye is not sound, your whole body is In other words, your eye regulates the movement of your body. <laughs> Are you following me? I don't know if you have ever been to a circus before and you see people walking on rope. How many people have seen that before? Or maybe you've seen it on TV. Yeah, and you see these people, they're there and then they're holding something and they're right up walking. Are they able to achieve that? I'm very sure the eye has a way of helping. Because if they, if they are walking and they are just looking at, if they look at the wrong thing, can they maintain their balance? So they are trained, they are taught what to focus on. Am I correct? They are taught what to focus on so they are able to maintain their focus and because they maintain their focus, they do this thing that looks impossible. Yeah. That's what happens. It looks impossible, but they are doing it. That's why vision is important. If your life, if you want your life to be steady, you need a vision upgrade. It's in Proverbs 29, that, uh, is it 29, 11, where it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Some versions say, where there's no vision, the people cast off restraint. In other words, they're not able to regulate their lives properly because they can't see clearly. They can't see clearly. But you look at the life of Jesus. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and every sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Okay? Have you noticed that when somebody is running a race, there is a way he looks. Yeah. Am I correct? 
Have you ever seen somebody running a race and then, you know, he's looking at, looking at the crowd and he's running? He can't do that. That will affect his speed. All right? Then look at the next verse. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross. The joy set before him is the, is the reward. The joy set before him was the, the outcome of going to the cross. He saw you and I. He saw all our faces. And that was the vision he had. And that's why it is, it is said that even if you are the only one, Jesus will still have gone to the cross. Because he saw you, he, he saw you, and he says, I will go through this. I will endure this. I will endure. Do you know why people give up? Vision. The vision has been affected. Vision has been affected. Why do people backslide? It's visionless. Their, their vision has been affected. That's why they back, backslide. You can't backslide if you are seeing... You are seeing the glory of God and all of that. What are you talking about? You are seeing heaven manifesting. You are seeing glory. You are seeing power. Then you backslide. To where? Where, where are you going to? You, you, you can't. That, even suicide. That's right. You can't, you can't commit suicide. Listen to me. I've been suicidal before. And I know that, I know that state of mind. You get to a point where you don't see. You can't see life beyond what you are experiencing. You can't see beyond your circumstance. You can't see beyond your situation. It's like this is the end. The end. I've come to the end. I might as well end it. Ah, because your vision has ended. So that's why people take their lives. So that's why if somebody is suicidal and you are able to give the person vision. If you are able to help them open their eyes to see something. Life comes back. Hope comes back. Faith comes back. Energy comes back. Vitality comes back. Inspiration comes back. Motivation comes back. All these things are linked to vision. They're all linked to vision. Do you know what made me leave my country and, and came here to, and, and, and suffered all kinds of nonsense? Yeah, I saw something. It's a vision I saw. It wasn't just like, uh, you know, I'm looking for green pasture. In fact, green pasture, I won't come here. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, believe you me, I've traveled around and I know where to go to. Sure. Definitely not here. Okay? So don't think you're in heaven. <laughs> I've not arrived. It's okay. No, it's okay. It's all right. At least this place is better than Europe. 
Oh, you didn't know? Those guys are just glorified slaves. Oh, God bless. Sorry. I, I, didn't, I didn't mean it that way. But The system is designed to keep you under servitude. Day in, day out. Day in, day out. Three jobs, four jobs. No life. Then you pay this, pay this, pay this, there's nothing. Then you're back again. But they know how to market their country. So you think you think there's something there. There's nothing. Been there. There's nothing. Believe you me. But they know how to give you vision. Sell that vision. You, you, you dump everything <laughs> and bite it. Amen? Amen? So, the point is this. Jesus, there was something he saw. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. He saw God. He saw in the spirit, you and I. He saw the glory and he decided to endure. So you see, when people don't endure, when people don't endure, it's because they lack vision. I'm telling you, they lack vision. Life is not a bed of roses. In fact, even a bed of roses has thorns. Is that not so? Yeah, haven't you seen, haven't you seen, have you seen a bed of roses without thorns? No, there are thorns there. So you, you face some challenges here and there. Oh, why me? Why me? Why not you? <laughs> Who else? Is it me? I'm going through mine. Why should I go through yours? Why? Huh? Why should I go through yours? Mine is enough. Yeah. My own challenges are enough. Don't add yours to mine. Carry your cross. Everyone, carry your cross and follow him. Follow him. And the cross is not a place that inspires. Yeah. It's not a place that inspires. Oh, well, you know, I like this person because he always makes me feel good. The cross doesn't make you feel good. Yeah. The cross is tough. But you have to go through it. Amen. You carry it. Hallelujah. Amen. You have to deny yourself. Amen. Sometimes you have to, God will say, no. For you, this, you can't do it. It's not a sin, but for you, it's not allowed. Don't come and say, hey, Pastor, is it a sin to do this? Is it a sin to do that? Why are you asking? Why are you asking? Because God has told you and you're looking for someone to help you to show you a way out. That's why you're asking me. Yeah. In your heart, you know you shouldn't. You know you shouldn't. But then you're, Pastor, should, should I, should I not? Why don't you come and ask me, is it okay to drink water? 
Oh, oh, Pastor, is it a sin to eat pap? Why don't you ask me that? Yeah. So your conscience, huh? the light in your heart, the light in your heart, because your conscience is what contains the light that is going to be used to judge you on the judgment day. Yeah. So in your conscience, your conscience tells you, don't. You ignore it. Why? You are looking for somebody who will give you a scripture to disobey your conscience. Go ahead and do it. Whether it's greasy or gracie, I don't care. Just watch it. Because you might be imbibing a strange vision that will take you somewhere else. Okay. Should I give you examples? More examples? Who is it that had a problem of vision? Let, let, let's, let, let me show you. Look, look at Genesis. In fact, Genesis has quite a number. Um, there are many all over Scripture. But, but let's, look at, let's look at an example in Genesis chapter 13. You remember the story of Lot? Lot, Abraham's nephew. <laughs> Lot, Uncle Lot, or cousin Lot, nephew Lot. He was Abra- Abraham's nephew. Okay? There was a problem between Lot and Abraham, their staff. God had blessed them so much. I mean, Lot had nothing, right? Abraham took him and said, I'm going, right? Follow me. Follow me. God has spoken to me, and he says he's going to make me great. And I want to give you an opportunity to enter into that greatness. So come with me. All right? So many people don't realize that when you, when you follow God, it's a call to greatness. You don't, you don't realize that. Yeah. If you don't have a church, join this church because you'll be great. It's a call to greatness. I'm telling you. Okay. So Abraham said in verse 8, Genesis 13, verse 8. So Abraham said to Lord, Please, let there be no strife between you and me, between your, my herdsmen and your herdsmen. We are brethren. We are brothers. Come on. Let's not quarrel. Let's not fight about this thing. All right? So Abraham displayed greater maturity. Is that not so? The Bible says, it is, uh, what's that scripture you like to quote about Corel? Yeah, mind is it's locked into some other scriptures. Okay. He says, it is, 
It is honorable for a man to stop striving. Since any fool can start a quarrel. That's the Bible, you know that? Proverbs. No, it's in Proverbs. It is honorable for a man to stop striving. Since any fool can start a quarrel. You don't need wisdom to start a quarrel. You don't need wisdom. You don't need, there's no special skill. Yeah. So, Abraham saw that there was a quarrel between them. And he calls Lot and says, Lot, even though by virtue of our tradition, I should not even be talking to you. I should just discipline you. Yeah. By reason of our, you know, seniority. Do you know, do you understand the meaning of seniority? You know, in this day and age, people don't understand that. They don't, they, don't, they don't understand protocols. They don't understand. There's so much they don't understand. Because equality has confused you. Yeah. Okay. So, Abraham says, okay, let, let, let's, let me read from the screen. My Bible is... Uh, next verse says, it's not the whole land before you. The whole land is before you. Right? Please, separate from me. All right? If you take the left, then I will go to the right. If you go to the right, then I will go to the left. Choose. Next verse. And Lord lifted his what? His eyes. His vision. Hallelujah. He lifted his eyes and saw all the plain of Jordan. That it was well watered everywhere. Ha! Before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as you go towards Zohar, the place was well watered. And you know, these guys were farmers. So the land is so important to the farmer. So he saw this place, I will be able to prosper with ease here. No struggle. I won't need to do some, some, some kind of a soil um, uh, analysis and then, you know, now do some environmental impact assessment and come back with some special, uh, some special treatment to treat the soil and make it now. No, no, no. God has already done this. Well taken care of. You saw that. Next verse. Look at. Then Lord chose for himself. Come on. Say for himself. himself. Me, myself, and I. He chose for who? Uh He chose for himself all the plain of Jordan. All of it. Not part of it. All of it. He chose for himself. And Lord journeyed east. And they separated from each other. Can you see? His vision, his vision was not okay. Because you can see that self. Kind of self was the filter through which his vision was operating. 
You know, self was the contact lenses he was using. Yo. Which is different from Abraham. In the book of Hebrews, we're told that Abraham was looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. But Lot was looking of an already made city. And we know the story. Eventually, Sodom got destroyed. Am I correct? Yeah. God destroyed. But when he was looking, did he know that one day Sodom will be destroyed? Did he know the abomination that was in there? Did he know that that was going to anger God and one day God will come down? But for Abraham, Lord would have died with them. When it was time to destroy Sodom, who did God go to? Abraham. Be careful of people that walk with God. You, don't, you never can tell. Amen? You don't, know, you don't know their relationship. You don't know their covenant. You don't know. You, you don't know. You don't know what they discuss with God. You don't know the agreement they have with God. God says, will I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? Well, I can't hide it. Yeah, I want to do this, but... This guy is my friend. Let's pay him a visit. And let him eat. So, so that Abraham will not just hear, hey, this place was destroyed. I say, ah, what happened, God? No, no, no. I says, no, let's talk to him first. God didn't know that that's the kind of man Abraham was. He just saw, ah, this is my uncle, he's old. Huh? Old. He's not up to date. It's not current. He can't even tweet. <laughs> yeah. Old school. He's old school. Too old school. It's because you don't know that even in old school, there is some wisdom. There is some wisdom in old school. Do you know that right now in Korea, there are about five or six hospitals in Korea, right? Especially, a, a specially designed hospital, and you know what they specialize in? It's for technology detox. I'm telling you, technology detox hospital. Because you know, Korea is ahead of the world, right? In terms of technology, they are ahead. Their internet speed is like lightning. Yeah. So they are ahead of the world. So there are some things they are already experiencing that the rest of the world is still yet to catch up. Do you understand? So you don't know, you don't know that there are things in technology that you need to be careful about. You don't know. It's like cocaine. Yeah. It's real. So, there is, there is an abuse of technology. But because it's new, people don't know yet. 
Because they've discovered that it, is, it has rewired the brains of some people. It has rewired the brains of some people. They cannot focus anymore. They cannot concentrate. They find it hard. How many people, if you are honest with yourself, if you are very honest with yourself, I say from the moment you began to engage in technology, it's as if your attention span is dropping. Am I correct? Don't overdo it. Don't overdo it. Take it easy. Old school is not bad. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Am I against technology? No, I love it. It makes life easier. It makes life easier. But I know the boundaries. Okay? When it gets to a point that you cannot do without something, how many people know that it's an addiction? In a day, you, you, you look at your phone over 106 times. Wow. And then it's not as if... So, yeah? Yeah, all those notifications. Beep, 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 beep. And you have to keep checking all of them. Come on. Beep, 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 beep. You are trying to talk to somebody face to face. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. How? It's not normal. Silence them so that they don't control your life. You control, determine when you want to see your messages. Don't, don't let messages control your life. That hallelujah sounds like there's something happening at home. <laughs> hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Your vision is important. We need to, the Bible says in, in Colossians chapter 3 verse 1, it says, set your mind on things above. Huh? If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. All right? And then it says, set your mind on things above, not the things on the earth. In other words, let your vision not just be earthly. Yes. Don't just have an earthly vision. All you, oh, wait. The vision, the only thing is like my career. Yeah. By the age, you know, I, I used to do, I had, I had, my life was figured out. Mm. By this age, by this time, I would have done this, by this time, I would have done this. And I nearly achieved it. <laughs> yeah, but God, but God helped me. God saved me. Yeah, God saved me. God said to me, this is not my path for you. This is not my path for you. It was about to be delivered from me, to me on a silver platter. Yeah. On a silver platter, it was about to be delivered to me. I'll never forget. I was there with the MD of an American airline, and he spoke to me. This is what we're going to do with you. And by the time he outlined the plan, oh my goodness. You, you couldn't have asked for a better plan. But unfortunately, before I met him, God spoke to me the night before. 
and say, this is not for you. So imagine God speaks to you. He speaks, he says, you are not, this is not my plan for you. Then, a few days later, you, you are calling for an appointment. And this guy calls, you know, and says, this is what we're going to do for you. And all of that. We're so impressed. And this and this. By the time we finish with you, wherever you go in the world, everyone would like to, to have you. Ha! And I was like, this is what I've been dreaming of all my childhood. <laughs> but how many people know that God's plan is the best? But because God has spoken to me, and when the Lord spoke to me, I said to the Lord, Lord, you have to do something about this desire because this, I've had this from the age of five. Yeah. I said, I've had this from the age of five. And it is alive and kicking. You have to do something about it. And, you know, after I said that to the Lord, it just died a natural death. Yeah. Up till today, that desire is gone. So when I met this guy and he was explaining everything to me, and I said, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. The guy, what? He said, do you know how many people are ready to even pay anything for this? Sorry. He says to me, you know what? The offer is open. Anytime you change your mind, come back. It's open. I looked at him. I said, I won't change my mind. I walked out of his office. Nice meeting you, sir. Thank you. I've forgotten the man's name. One American like that. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because if you don't see God's vision, you can achieve the wrong thing. Set your mind. On things about. Yeah, yeah, write it. If you don't see God's vision, you can achieve the wrong thing. Yeah. How many people want to achieve the wrong thing? You want to succeed at the wrong thing? Come on. It's like you are running a race, running a race, then you, by the end of the race, you now discover that, first of all, you were not on your track, you are running on another person's track, and you won. You won the race. Huh? You got there first, but on the wrong track. How many people will be rewarded for that? Gold medal. That's what is happening to many people. They are busy on a track God didn't set for them. <laughs> and they will succeed. But then on that day when they stand before God, God will say, um... <laughs> well done for this. It was good. But this, is the, this was the plan. You didn't even start it. Yeah. The Lord told Kenneth Hagin many years ago, one, one visitation he had where the Lord came, and the Lord said to him, I didn't call you to pastor. I said, ah, oh, Lord. How can you say that? I mean, come on. <laughs> Lord, this is not real. I mean, you, you've been visiting me and, and all this while, and you, you, know, you, you can't just come now and say, I'm not a pastor. He says, you never asked me. You never asked. 
He has been pastoring for over 12 years. And God now says to him, he says to him, um, this is the last church you will pastor. I didn't call you to pastor. I call you to be a prophet and a teacher to the body of Christ. So that one you're doing is your own. He said, after this, you will enter the first phase of your ministry. <laughs> after all those years. Can you imagine that? After all those years, he says, you will enter the first phase of your ministry. And then he now says to him that there are many people who never, who live and die without entering the first phase. There are many ministers who don't even enter the first phase of their ministry. But they are busy being, doing, they are active, doing things in the name of the Lord. So that's why you need to hear God. Amen? Oh, but I like this. I prefer this. Is it, is it about you? Or is it about him? May God open your eyes. Amen. May God show you his vision. God show you his vision. You need to see clearly. You need an upgrade. And the upgrade has to be with looking above. Right? There are things. There are things we are believing God for. There are things we are pressing in for. And if we continue to look below, we won't be able to enter those things. It's like Peter walking on water for the first time in his life. A man walking on water. And when the, when the storm came, what happened? He was looking at the storm. The moment he started looking, he started sinking. Amen? Is that not so? First. That's right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So you must, you must look at him. The greatest, the greatest vision you can have is to look into his face. Look into his eyes, eyeball to eyeball. Wouldn't that be wonderful? The Bible says we shall see him as he is. No? And then it says when we see him, we will be like him. We'll be like him. So the upgrade is seeing God. Did you hear me? You need to desire to see him. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. If your heart has been upgraded, the next thing is your vision needs to be upgraded. Because it's time to see God. Amen. Don't you, how many people want to see God? Yeah, I'm not talking about when you die. Here, here. Yeah. You've seen God. Yeah. Get ready. Begin to desire that. Begin to desire that. One of the, ministry, one of the functions of the Holy Spirit is to show us things. The Holy Spirit is sent to upgrade our vision. So, say, Lord, open my eyes, Lord, open my eyes. To, see to see what I ought to see that I cannot see right now. Upgrade my vision. Upgrade my vision. Father, take away every wrong vision in my life. Everything, Everything that Satan, that Satan 
is projecting to me, I command to be removed from my life in the name of Jesus. Let every satanic vision in my life die a natural death. Die a supernatural death. Die an instant death. Right now, I command death to every satanic vision in my life. Anything I have embraced, everything I have received that is not of you, I command to die right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I need an upgrade. I want to see you face to face. I want to see your glory. I want to see your power. I want to see your kingdom. I want to see heaven. Open my eyes. Upgrade my vision. Upgrade my vision. Deliver me. Deliver me. From the things below. And Lord God, grant me access. Grant me access to things above. I want to see, see your glory, to see your power, to see your hand moving in and through my life. Use my life. Use my hands. Use my feet. Use my mouth. Use my eyes. Use my mind. Think through my mind. Speak through my mouth. Touch through my hands. Go anywhere with my feet. Use my feet, oh God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, I renounce, I reject, I denounce anything that Satan has used to limit my life in the name of Jesus. Anything, any vision, every lie that I have believed and I have embraced. I reject right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to have a 2020 vision in the Spirit. Help me to see clearly. I want to see you. I want to see your glory. I want to see your power. I want to see this nation changed. Use me, oh God. Show me your vision for this nation. Show me your vision for Africa. Show me your vision for my life. Show me your vision for my family. Show me your vision for the church. Show me your vision, oh God. I want to see. I want to see from your perspective. I want to see from your perspective. 
Heavenly Father, I want to have new spectacles. Heavenly spectacles. In fact, I want heavenly eyes that I can see like heaven sees. That I will see situations the way you see them. I will see the enemy the way you see him. I will see your people the way you see them. I will see the lost the way you see them. I will see the world the way you see the world. Grant me, O oh Father, a supernatural upgrade in my vision. Right now, I receive by faith a supernatural upgrade in my vision. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I can see a great and powerful church. I can see a mighty army emerging from this place, taking the land, advancing the kingdom, depopulating hell, and populating heaven. I can see the powers of the age to come manifesting through me, raising the dead, opening blind eyes, causing cripples to walk. Lord God, you'll use me to transform communities. You will use me to change nations. You will use me to manifest your wisdom. You will use me to manifest your power. You will use me to manifest your glory. You will use me to bring in resources for the advancement of your kingdom. You will use me, Lord. You will use me beyond my imagination. Now unto you that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I ask or think according to your power that is at work in me. Right now, I receive. I receive. I receive the supernatural workings of the Godhead in my life. Through my life. Let everyone connected to me, let everyone linked to my life begin to experience you, begin to experience your power, begin to experience your glory, begin to experience you in a new way. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Wherever I go, I'm carrying heaven with me. I'm carrying God with me. Therefore, the impossible shall be made possible. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. Yes.
supernatural upgrade. Let me say this, if you're part of this church, you need to begin to see yourself as someone that God is going to use. Okay, God is going to use you for signs, wonders, miracles. Start seeing that. Okay, start seeing that because that's part of your inheritance. That's part of what God is calling us to do. Okay, receive that. Miracles will happen in your life, through your life. Expect unusual promotions. I just heard that. Some people are going to break records. Receive that. I just, I just heard that. Hallelujah. Yeah, the Spirit of God is in your midst. The Lord your God in the midst of you is mighty. He's mighty. Let's stand up on our feet. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.